Going one, going twice, sold. You're listening to the Property Pod. All right, guys, welcome back to the Property Pod, your weekly engagement into real estate here in the Hobart Marketplace. I'm your host, Aaron Horn, and it gives me great pleasure to be back at the desk. However, I have got some news for our loyal listeners. Uh, anyone out there in the world of the Property Pod that has been joining us along the ride may know that I am expecting the birth of my third child. Uh, just around the corner, very, very close. So, um, as I've been saying the last few weeks, things might be a bit different leading up into uh, Christmas time and for the rest of the year for the Property Pod. So, what I did was uh, had a bit of fun with it. I went back through the um, back catalogue of our 170 episodes. Wow, that's crazy. 170 times we've done this. Um, and yeah, picked out some of the greatest hits. So I don't know. Some people are fans of clip shows. Some people aren't. Um, I know I used to remember watching a TV show. You know when your friends would come on or something, you'd watch and it'd be like, oh, not another clip show. But look, as I've gotten a bit older, as a as I've kind of started to reflect on things, sometimes going back and, and checking these things out isn't too bad. So what I've been doing is, um, yeah, going back and kind of organizing some of the episodes into, I don't know, themes or, or finding um, some through lines that, that kind of come across um, all three. And um, yeah, I've got three episodes put together where we can go back and, and get some really good advice. So if you want to cut through a bunch of the garbage that we normally talk about on here, I don't know a lot of people um, kind of enjoy the uh, the mateship that goes on between the team. But if you do want to listen to some of that without uh, the garbage, look, I, I still put a little bit of garbage in there. I quite like the garbage. Um, yeah, listen into the next few episodes of the Property Pod that we're coming out weekly still. I'll be in the throes of sleepless nights and, um, yeah, with a, a new bundle of joy. So shout out to um, my new little family member, whoever you may be coming in. But, yeah, to all our Property Pod family members, thanks for joining us. We'll try and sneak a Christmas episode in. We always love a Christmas episode, so we'll try and sneak that in uh, in the coming months. We'll see how we go. I'm still trying to yeah map out how the rest of the year goes. Um, yeah, I've got three episodes for everybody out there. The first one coming along should be all about, I think, an appraisal. We've got ones about open homes, and I think we've got a, a rental special, which we even um, bring back to classic guests of the property pods that we've got um julie mcgregor and patrick's wife abby on those ones so lots of things to listen to um thanks again for being on the ride with us uh, we'll try not to disappear and um, when i'm back i can let you all know about my little bundle of joy um yeah but let's cut away to some some of the greatest hits yeah so um, I was just thinking over the week, you guys mentioned, if you haven't listened to last week's episode, we were talking about getting an appraisal on your property and we were talking about there was a uh, five P's for getting your house sold. It was kind of the position and the presentation and, and all the things. I won't get you guys to go over them. No, it's all right. I remember it now. You've got them? Yeah. So it's what will affect is the position, obviously the position of the property. So then the process that you use, so be it auction, private treaty, the presentation of the home, so how that's presented how it's to presented. the market, yep. the promotion of it, so how you market it. Um, so be it on the internet, the real estate guide, et cetera, and lastly, the person you engage with. So either a real estate agent or doing it yourself. Yeah. Like, is a neighborhood more important than the property itself? Oh, that's a cool question. Yeah. So just kind of wondering, is it is it important to know where you're buying and what area, what's important about it? There's a really cool bit in one of them where it was talking about if you have a public playground in the area, it actually raises the value of your property by about 20 grand. Oh, really? 
So I just wanted to run it past you guys if what your thoughts are on kind of neighborhood over property. Oh, you boy, uh, Pat, you're a father and you're a soon-to-be father, Aaron. Would you guys pay more for, for a uh, playground nearby? Well, I think I'd like the idea of living near a playground if I could know that it's close enough that like in a year or two when Parker's old enough that he could just go by himself and say just... Get out of the frick. Yeah, <laughs> I'm going. See him. Yeah, but I think um, with my family, he'd only go there if I went with him. So I don't know. <laughs> I guess it's one of those things that like you guys go to the bike park a fair bit. Like you'll drive from your place up to the top of Tolosa Street to go to the skate park, and yeah. he could ride his bike. If that was across the road, across the road from you, oh, it would go all the time. And so, yep. I guess it's kind of, you sold that house for those guys who had the kid who was a really good BMX rider or something like that. I'm sure if they had the opportunity to be like, he's training to be an Olympic level BMX rider. Being near, being near, near the facility that would help. Yeah. yeah, I think so. Yeah. So I guess it would make a difference. <laughs> I guess like thinking about when I was um, buying my property and looking in the area that I was, there was a few key things that I was focusing on. And one of the selling points that I passed along to my partner was it's really close to a school oh yeah there's children's crossings on our streets so cars aren't going to be traveling really fast along it so Mm. the day we do have kids it'll be um, a safer place to be so that was one thing that I had considered as a I'll tell my partner this so that that's like hey you know this is a pretty good street to live on Mm. in comparison to being like oh we live next to the motorbike gang yeah, that makes it. the highway. Or the highway. I just love the idea that, you know, they've got their whole thing's called motorbike gang. <laughs> they've got their place, of, you know, where they hang out, it's called motorbike gang. Well, in my head. do nasty things. In my head. <laughs> Naughty things. In my head, I went straight to, like, a meth lab. Yeah. But last yeah, week. My story, sorry for that. Yeah, last week we finished on the meth lab story. <laughs> so I didn't want to go meth. So can you guys talk to the pros and cons of selling off market? Is it um, more advantageous for the buyer to get something off market or could you be paying way over the price perhaps because you could just be throwing out a number and just being like yeah i'll give you that and there's oh yeah we didn't expect that form will take it i think it's a bit of a double-edged sword on that regard like there are pros and cons for both the buyer and the vendor yeah and it comes down to the individual person so for some vendors not having to worry about that whole stress and that whole aspect of it and yep. like if it's within the you know, 5% of where we think it is on market and there, they just can walk away and it's done. Yep. Then sure. They why not? Yeah. Why not? Let's yep. just jump on this and move on and go reinvest that money into another project or it can come down to as well what they're trying to do with that money. Maybe they've got a house that they're trying to secure that's subject to the sale of this one. So rather than miss out on their dream home over, you know, losing ten or $15,000, yep. yep. it's not worth it to them. They're like, no, we want to secure this property. We don't care if you've got enough buyer. Let's do it. Yeah, it fits It fits the, it fits the. what we need. We need that certainty now. Let's move. Yeah. Don't worry about it. Yeah, so you're right. Some people could potentially pay a little bit less on an off-market sale than what they might have to if they go to market. But yep. mm. an owner might accept that because that helps them move on to whatever they need to do. So again, it's that narrative of the seller's point of view is, oh, I need this for my future um story but it could go the opposite way as well a buyer might pay too much for a property because they're not we haven't tested the market we don't know yep. so they're relying yeah. heavily on or well, they're relying heavily on the agent's opinion and they're relying heavily on their own research and mm-hmm. sometimes that can go the opposite way on you as well yeah yeah well we i mean there was once that i met this guy um now this would have been several years ago and he'd sold his um house in north hobart yes someone had knocked on his door and said love your place. I'm keen to buy it. Here's, you know, what he thought was a good offer. 
um, for cash. He's like, oh, sweet. I'm just going to sell and go and, and find myself a better place. Lo and behold, he was, um, the market was, um, like the capital was increasing. So, um, as, as soon, by the time it's, by the time his property had settled, the market had already shifted like another 5%. So he couldn't even buy into the same, um, suburb that he'd, um, sold in. So basically all he did is he just shortchanged himself by, um, you know, rushing, like make an impulsive decision to sell thinking he got a good deal. Yep. Um, and lo and behold, all it meant was then he had to move into a worse house in a suburb that he didn't even want to be in. Oh, so he went backwards. So he went backwards. Um, and that was a case that, you know, um, how, how was that off market? Someone just knocked on his door. And that happens a lot. I mean, we've got um, uh, clients of ours that we've done a few properties for and they've, you know, with developments. And, you know, they, I mean, they, they certainly don't mind if they see properties that are of interest to them. They'll leave a note, they'll leave a card, they'll just say, hey, if you're ever interested in some, please give us a call. We'd love to, you know, we'd love to chat. This is um, not um, agents. Not, this, not, this, this is just, you just know, private Joe Blow, yep. Private buyers going to private sellers um, going, hey, call me first. Yep. Well, you know? Yeah, we had a private buyer send us literally a list overnight um, of about a dozen blocks of land that he would like to try and secure, like ones that he's identified in different suburbs that have just been abandoned. Oh, really? So Can you help us he's out? Gi- he's given us, he had a, he's done all the research himself and he's asked us now to reach out to the people and just see if they would entertain the idea of selling. So Is that interesting? Because I suppose with that, he doesn't know who owns those lands so he, or he knows who. Well, no, he has. He's got all that info. Oh, really? He's provided everything to us. Oh, wow. Okay. He said that he just would prefer for an agent to reach out to them and say that they're working with a buyer rather than him approach them himself. That's interesting. So, mm. yeah, I'm... I hope the info he Scott's correct because we're about to go contact the people. But well, I'd be curious to see what kind of response you get from that. Yeah, I'd love I mean, to hear so, more about so, that. Would some people, would someone feel more comfortable? Like, I'll just call it a private citizen in this case, um, a natural person, nat- a natural person, not an agent, um, approaching them, or would they feel more comfortable with an agent? I guess. Well, what are you going to do there? Would just be say, hey, look, someone's asked us to call you. They feel like you'd be more comfortable. What do you? How do you think you'll approach that? Don't know. As see, a, see, see what happens. You have been listening to The Property Pod, recorded and edited by 414 Media House in conjunction with 414 Property Co. This podcast is general information only and the thoughts and views expressed is the opinion of our panel and listeners should always seek then use their own investigation into any topic we discuss to ensure they fully understand their own situation. It does not constitute and should not be relied on as purchasing, selling, financial or investment advice or recommendations expressed or implied and it should not be used as an invitation to take up any agent or investment services. No investment decision or activity should be undertaken on the basis of this information without first seeking qualified and professional advice.